Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, Brian Kilmeade. This is almost a documentary. This is how good the actors are. Yeah. I absolutely feel they are them. I yeah. forget I'm watching a movie. And Tyrus. We, we came across, the, we walked across the aisle together of your ridiculous films and my really cool films come together to share their top five greatest movies of all time here are this week's hosts brian and tyrus what it is welcome to fox's top five i'm tyrus co-host of tyrus and tim podcast and today i'm joined by my co-host of fox and friends and host of the brian kilmeade show on fox talks radio i just want to tell you first off that it didn't say what it is you no. made that up. That was I, off I, the script. I, I improv. I am not afraid to do that. All right. I have uh, a lot of speech classes in school <laughs> where they say, what do you got, Mr. Murdoch? Uh, chewing gum. Got know? it. So, uh, you know, but uh, all right, man, let's get down to business here because this is a very, you know, with everything we got going on, this is a serious conversation. Right. I understand that every week on this podcast that you're more familiar with than I am, hosts, reporters, and personalities get together just to share their top five of any given topic. What topic have you pretended to choose today? Okay. First of all, I am a diligent scholar and uh, research is actually my middle name. That's really? Why, you know, it's difficult to spell on the- Tyrus name. Research. Research. Murdoch. So I look up everything. I'm a, I'm a film study guy. So this, for me, was a knock out of the park. Uh, you know, as I can see by the, your many learned books, for those of you who can't see the studio, right. it's surrounded by giant pictures of your name, right. uh, branding, which is awesome, <laughs> and uh, just a, a literally a, a who's who of our forefathers in- uh, Many, which I'm surprised aren't leather-bound books. Uh, so you know, the, uh, I'm you know my, I've set the bar high. I'm going with a learned scholar here to talk about movies. Yes. Uh, by the uh, way, I'm great at reviewing movies. I I, a, I was born this way. I could break it down like nobody else, and I can give reasons for it. Now, so we have the top five. Now, before we go in there, I must, I have to, I have to bring this up. Why? Um, there was a, a small protest. Over the two of us working together by one really? Greg Gutfeld, right. who feels that he is the czar of movies, and that's a quote, czar, as if there's no there's no democratic process. Mm-hmm. He's self proclaimed king. He's got that of Russian movies. thing going, yeah. always, right? So he's not happy about this. So, so what if we have too much chemistry, and you go up to Greg and say, Greg? I need another. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm you know, I cheated minutes. on you, and it's working. Yeah, he's. You know, and it's probably one of those things where um, on the Gutfeld show they'll just uh, skip me a lot. <laughs> it's only two Ooh, of the sorry. people. Sorry, missed you on right. the thing. Yeah, missed me. But all right, you know, as I'm a big fan of movies, and um, so you're gonna start pandemic, number five. Number five. For me, my now my top five is obviously I think about my first cool experience in the movie theaters and uh, my top five uh, number five is The Black Stallion uh, it was the first movie that my grandmother took me to really uh, starring uh, Mickey Rooney and the, of course The Black Stallion 
And all I wanted to, when I watched that movie, was I wanted to be on a lonely island with a horse. As far as this kindergartner was concerned, that's where it was at. Right, and so. at that, in kindergarten, you were six one. Yeah, right? six one, six two so, and a half. Right, Just so scotch under. Can I ask you what, real quick? What is it about? I've never seen the black stallion. You've never seen the black stallion. Never seen well, the black this stallion. is over. All right, get me out of here. We, <laughs> uh, uh, I thought it was well, going to be I, I'm not saying we'd have to okay. match. We would have to okay. appreciate the black each other. stallion. Was. Uh, this boy is on a trip with his father. His father's taking him on a business trip. And they're on this giant boat. And there's this mystique black stallion that's being abused. It's uncontrollable. And uh, there's a sink. There's a there's, The ship sinks. And the stallion saves the boy. And they end up on an island together where they become best friends. And then they're rescued. But he won't leave without his horse. And then this is where it gets historic and kind of cool. There was that historic race uh, back in the day between the giant warhorse and uh, Seabiscuit. The Black Stallion shows up in America around this time, and Mickey Rooney, a retired, disgraced jockey, manages to get the Black Stallion in the race against the two greatest horses in the racing world. And in a, in a Hollywood first-time, great score, great sound of the horses running, uh, climactic finish, the Black Stallion beats the two greatest horses in the world with a with a leg injury wow so it's an amazing movie even though you gave away the ending kids i will watch yeah it's it's a good movie for the kids it's a good movie my number five is seasonal uh it is fred claus and the story with fred claus is pretty clear i mean everyone talks about santa the younger brother have you ever been outshined by a sibling people can relate to that and i'm a foot and a half taller than all my siblings and are you really Extremely better looking and right. smarter, so no. Never, okay, never really so Fred Claus never really could get his parents' attention. Right. He ends up living on his own, never really finding his way. When Santa evidently needs Fred, he able to come back in and straighten it out in a year in which Santa could have went belly up because Kevin Spacey, who was the tax man, was looking into Santa's operation, and clearly they weren't in compliance. When you have people like Kevin Spacey, when you have... Uh, what, what's his name? Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. It's your movie, not mine. Not right? Paul, yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yes, Giamatti's great. And then you have Vince Vaughn, the coolest guy I've never met. All in one movie. The payroll must have been unbelievable. And that, to me, is a Christmas story I can get behind. Yeah. Well, you know, Sideways was a great flick. I would have. I would have accepted Sideways. Right? I would have accepted. Um, you anything don't, other you than don't, that. You, it's not up to you to accept or no, not. No, it's accept. not. And that's. I didn't. I didn't read the fine print. Number four. Again, I have to go with, uh, I'm still going childhood, <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back. The okay. first, the only sequel that was better than the original in any movie, I would argue, uh, was Empire Strikes Back. And of course, it was the iconic I Am Your Father, which the entire world, or at least as far as my view could see, is which I was shocked. And uh, it was my first opportunity at a spoiler alert. Before it was fashionable to be a, have a spoiler alert, uh, I went with, uh, I think, School friends for the first time, and it was like, believe it or not, kids, it was like a dollar twenty-five go to the movies. Imagine that. And then mom took me and my brother to movies where then at the moment I said, Oh, this is the part where he tells him he's his father. And my mother was like, Why did I come here? So uh but it was a great right. iconic movie, still holds up today. They still watch it today. Uh the the Star Wars Empire is running Fine. So here's a couple of things that is sticking out with me. It's not so much the movie. It's also the experience of the people who bring you there, who you go with. Yeah, I mean, that's how yeah. it used to be. The really? movie was Now we're very lonely. Adventure. Yeah. Now we got to just kind of sit and watch. Alone. Yes. Right. Often. Pretty much alone. Especially when I pick my movie. Right. So here's one you should have picked, but I know you didn't. Uh, it involves a very special guy. It is called Here Comes the Boom. 
It involves school. It involves UFC. Are you trying? Are you even trying? Are you are you kidding me? Fantastic movie. A, a substitute teacher with a weight problem decides to become a UFC fighter. That's yes. where we're going. Okay. And he has, was a wrestler in high school. Yes, I watched it. Right. Kevin James. Yeah, I watched and, it. I love we, Kevin James. I think and he's we, phenomenally talented. And he still went to school on Monday after a big match. Yeah, he, he did. He did. Black eyes and all. Right. He did. Yeah. And, and what I liked about it, too, it's got sports. It's got school. It's got parenting. It's got everything. It's got Henry Winkler in it. So to manage and to think that they would combine forces to put together uh, something like that. And I like the fact that it's underappreciated. And I like the fact, too, I'm going to go to the Tyrus film uh, formula. I was able to bring my whole family and nobody was mad. That's And that is the barometer. When no one's, when you don't have someone doing the oh. director's cut breakdown at the end of the movie, which is a Greg Gutfeld patent where he breaks down the emotion and tells you little tidbits like, you know, Scorsese or Sezzi, as I call him, would have them sit on rocks so they would feel uncomfortable. I'm like, that's great, Greg. I didn't really. Right. I, but you were in yeah. movies too, right? You yeah, I, do, the I do movies, although I don't sit on rocks for. I actually act, but yeah, uh, I just finished one, which I'm saving because that's part of my uh, my finale, so thanks for the spoiler alert. The countdown continues after this. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Number three. This one is a tie. I cannot separate the two. Uh, and it's Godfather 1 and 2. I think are two of the most iconic films ever. Three never happen. We just don't acknowledge worst, three. Worst ever. We just stop it at two. Fredo, I knew it was you. Good enough for me. That, um, the characters, the it kind of inspired a lot of capitalism, that, that take it over attitude. A lot of There was a lot of... Michael Corleone posters on the walls of, of young men like that's how you get it you got to become a boss you got to become a don without the criminal aspect because of course the goal was always to be a legitimate family within five years that was the plan in, in the movie but phenomenal first movie you got James Caan with Sonny and you got Luca Brazzi which I think every fish in my fish tank at one time or another has had that name it's just a great name but uh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time okay I picked The Godfather 1 Okay, see, I said it at the... Right. I'm psychic. We could we got a right. whole new thing here. Right. We got a whole new thing here. <laughs> I said that we would agree on at least one film. And my thing is very simple. I was late to the party. You know, when everyone's a godfather, I just said, just like I never saw a Star Wars. Right. I go, you guys can have your godfather, whatever, you know, the mob thing. I'm not into it. When I saw it, I see it again and again. I said... This is almost a documentary. This is how good the actors are. Yep. I absolutely feel they are them. I yeah. forget I'm watching a movie. I feel yeah. like I am watching other, other life unfold. The, the way it was cast with then, not famous actors, what they all became, I find fascinating. Uh, and I'm just in awe. I mean, the more I see it, the more I'm in awe of it. It was, I don't know how you cast better. I don't know how you write better. And then I heard Martin Scorsese interviewed by Howard Stern. And he talked about how the, uh, how the film company was fighting him the whole time. They said, you got to redo this. You better not have Yeah, they this. hated it, actually. They, 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 every, they, it they fought him every work. step of the way. And they were going to, they said, listen, you're going to get fired. Make sure you get fired. Don't quit. You got to get paid. He thought it was done on a Friday. Right. And they end up keeping him through the weekend. And then he finishes up the movie. And we know the product he put out. And, of course, who could forget uh, that 
awesome scene. Uh, I guess horrible for the horse, but make him an offer that he couldn't refuse became a, an iconic household saying. You know, you made him an offer he couldn't refuse. I mean, he put a horse in his bed, and of course, we all got Frank Sinatra. So there you go. Right. That was the the supposed backstory. I just gut filled you right there. I gave you a little little history with. Well, the thank lesson. you for that. Let's yep. move to number two. Number two. Uh, you know what? I've gone first, so let's let's flip it. Okay. Show a little since we showed some agreement here. We we came across that we walked across the aisle together of your ridiculous films and my really cool films, and we had a, a meeting together. So let's do this. So please take take right. us home. I think the best comeback you've had. Are you even trying? Which is unbelievable to me yeah. because you're a wrestler, and I yeah. pick a wrestling movie, and you think that that's a problem. But uh, to yeah, me, it was well UFC fighting wrestling again. You know what? We're splitting hairs here, and. Not going to do it. I'm not going to get upset. Both at times wrestling cages. How about that? Okay. Fighting cages. Different. Diff- okay. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Uh, I believe okay, life, is, uh, life is a Rocky movie. You could always yep. say this reminds me of okay. certain elements in Rocky, right? And this is Rocky Three. To me, there's just no question that is the best Rocky by far. It had everything because it had... The Liston reference, you can't win rock, he's going to knock you in tomorrow. Floyd Patterson, Customato is Mick. He's uh, doing this, and he finds a way to change styles and win, and there was one way in which Ali changed styles on Foreman. He actually didn't dance, he did the opposite, but it showed he also lost weight and became quicker. I found that fascinating at the end. So everything, the strategy, the overcoming fear, Apollo becoming involved, the friendship taking root, going out to Los Angeles, learning how the the black fighter fights as opposed to the slugger where he came from in Philadelphia. I I just thought it was uh, perfect. And let's not forget, it, it gave the world Hulk Hogan. Best and moment. Mr. T. By the way, we you... got a lot of stars, oh. a lot of household names out of that movie. That is a great movie. I'm kind of, it was on my radar. Was it? Because I, again, I went to the movies and saw it. What about when he said you got civilized, right? He goes, yeah. uh, you know, he got civilized. Worst thing happened to you, Rock. Oh, the worst hey. thing happened to a fighter ever, Rock. Right. You Those were handpicked. Yeah. Those were even hempy. They, they were good fighters, but they wasn't killers like this guy. Right. He'll knock you to death, Rock. But he'll be, he'll knock you out inside of three rounds. A subtlety. Yes. A subtlety. Do you remember when Mr. T is giving an interview before the rematch? He's giving it like an intellectual interview. So oh, it shows he had been the kinda, worst thing happened to Mr. Yeah, yeah. T. He got civilized. He got, he got civilized. He's like, yeah, pain. Right. Our prediction's pain. Which was good, but but I just got worried too on Rocky Team because everyone was dying. You know? Yeah, it was and I'll get of, worried. How are they gonna continue this? Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Um I, I love this movie so much that most of the time when I was wrestling, I would talk to guys like Clubber Lane. You know, you this is my round. This is my round. You know, where you, <laughs> made me wait, made me wait, Balboa. Like, you want to chump? Want to chump? And I would do that uh, all the time because uh, uh, Mr. T. Clubber Lane in the movie had some of the greatest one-liners. That's the one thing about, I think, uh, when you think about movies that Sylvester Stallone and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger do, there's always great one-liners that carry with you forever. Right. And this guy will kill you to death inside of three rounds. Think about that to kill someone to death. Isn't the plan? I mean. Well, uh, you uh, might have way, an in advantage. The fir- in the first one, he came out strong, remember? Oh, yeah. It looked like Stallone was going to take away. him. Apollo was shocked. Right. But he settled down. Greatest yeah. entrance of all time. Apollo Creed coming out there in the Philadelphia Spectrum Arena. He's got In the, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? When he got killed was pretty good, too, with James Brown and Rocky IV. I'm going ahead a little bit. But Living in America was a great song. And to be killed during an exhibition, I think, is murder. 
<laughs> I, I honestly think it's murder. I, I really think. Right, there should but, have been charges. But because they were from Russia and there was some red uh, tape. and Tyrus, had, if uh, you're the scriptwriter, there's murder charges and there's yeah, a there's long trial. And then he hits you with that diplomatic immunity thing. Right, and absolutely. And he just walks back to Russia. Then we got to go get him. Right. And bring him back. That so, would have been yeah, a that different been Rocky better. Six. Like, you know, after that, we can change, everyone can change. And if everyone can just take a few minutes while John gets his stuff together and we indict him back to America where he can face murder charges. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Do you think the TD Bank promotion should have been in Rocky Four Because Drago ends up promoting TD Bank. Yeah, I think you that's... You think that should have been it? I should, I, there was a, a lot of nuances, you know. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's good because... You'd be a good guy to remake a movie. I think you would be a good brain trust for that. Now, right. uh, mine dead. is a little more gangster. Two. Uh, right. My two was Scarface. Again, another movie. A lot that, of cocaine. You know what? Cocaine, yes, but great acting was was phenomenal. And I think just in my era, the reason there's a lot of Al Pacino here, but Al Pacino was he was the man. Like after Godfather, he anything he touched. I know Scorpio was just. He was just brilliant. So, uh, you know, it was kind of hard not to, uh, but Scarface, come on. I mean, some of the greatest lines ever, you know, say goodnight to the bad guy. I mean, it literally, it, it, it's another one of those movies where, you know, the uh, immigrant looking for the American dream. Okay, this is not it. This was a criminal who sold drugs and yeah. killed people uh, until he was eventually killed by the people he worked with, which unfortunately is a common problem in the drug trade. Right. Where, you know, uh, your your business partners end up becoming uh, your murderers. So, I think I mean, also, I think the Biden administration is going to address that. Yeah, there's a, a problem. lot of, we got to really There's a problem. When you get into Miami, drugs, a lot yeah. of times you get killed. Just and say that's no. got to stop. Just say no, right. kids. Just say no to becoming a, a big drug kingpin. Because you don't want to play rough. No. Because Tony Montana will play rough. Right. But by the way, why are people rough with guns? I mean, that just, I mean, is, is that I mean, like really they're breaking you in half? Like, you could break people in half. You should be a drug kingpin if you chose, but there's never any openings. Well, one, it's very hard to get into. Is a lot of... Uh, you got to know somebody. Not only do you have to know somebody, it, there's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking you gotta for? You got to get the drugs? When, like, you give your family job, a lot of uh, nepotism. Right. They kind of pass it down. They kind of keep the wealth. And, it's, and I wouldn't even know what to study in school for that. Would that be... Leadership? Just to take a leadership some course, form of, uh, animal husbandry, plant husbandry, farming, yeah. agriculture, agricultural studies, perhhaps. I think so. You know, I'm, we're probably going too deep in that I, one. Yeah, I just think a seminar so, about leadership and how to lead a yeah. ruthless band of and maybe not shoot your business partners when things don't go out. Don't right? Yeah, and uh, don't assassinate, especially if the kids in the car, which he didn't, because he, did. he wouldn't didn't want that in his life. He had a line. The one thing I like about him, he had a line. Even right. though he was a criminal, he had a line. There was a line he wouldn't cross. He like, I remember kids. John Gotti, he would kill people, but he right. would also buy the kids fireworks on the 4th of July, which made it okay. You know, Iceman is just one of those things. Number. 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 Number, Number one. Five, four, three, three. Three. Number one. Ooh, drum roll. This is... This, this is going to waste one. very long. How much do we get paid for this? Uh, actually, we're supposed to get this done in five minutes. We've completely failed. But um, this will be a five-part miniseries. See, look, the boss is coming in going, it's a five-minute thing. How do they do this? <laughs> you can't bring this together right. and not make this a special. Exactly. Okay? Right. Just put this in the New Year's Eve bank. We've got it. But, but Tyrus, by the way, nobody knows who you're talking to. Well, he never speaks. That's his that's, thing. That's your thing. Okay. I know who he is. All right. You see him though. I didn't make it up. That's a, yeah, that's a but, whole other. But nobody yeah. at home does. No, uh, it's that's a, the problem. It's a, it's my boss. He stands 
he never really talks to me. He just kind of looks at me. Right. All right. So my number one drum roll, and um, because and only other reason because I've watched it so many times that I have no choice but to make it number one, and it is Smokey and the Bandit. That is my all time ah, why favorite movie with the original. With the original, there's only one. Even though I did a remake, but there's only one. The great Jackie Gleason. I never thought uh, there was a funnier human being on the planet. And Buford T. Justice was just every line in that movie I know to the point when John Snyder, I did an interview with John Snyder, uh, legendary actor. For your Fox Nation series? Yeah, yeah, for my Fox Nation series, Enough Said. And um, he was doing a remake to the movie and he said, hey, would you like to be part of it? And I was like, no, I want to be the sheriff. And it was kind of like, well, you're, um, huh, hmm, how could we... And then I explained to him in these days and times, who better than someone And you, that's myself. how you got in the movie? Yeah. I bullied my way. And then, of course, you got to show up and get the damn job done, which uh, uh, we, we ended up with a pretty good dang comedy. Where, where do we but, see this? Uh, you can check it out. I'm glad you asked that. I was queuing that up. Uh, you know, because today you got to Because you can't go to the theater. Day. You know, it's, you, can't go, you can't go anywhere. Yeah, no. You're available for rent on uh, Cinefix... X, I'm just going to spell it, C-I-N-E-F-L-I-X-D-O-D.com or buy at JohnSnyderStudios.com. Right. So uh, it was a small movie, but it was great. And uh, But Burt Reynolds, Jerry Reed, I mean, you cannot, right. I don't care who you are. It's a movie about nothing. But can, I, can I say something? What do you say to people who look at Jackie Gleason and say he was going lowering his standards doing that movie? Oh, he was. And that's what was great, because he was the great... You had this New York, one of the greatest comedy legends of all time, coming to play a southern, slightly racist Texas sheriff. Right. Couldn't get any better than that. He stood out like a sore thumb. There was no way, no way that he was from Texas. But you know what? It worked. Jackie Gleason movie that Tom Hanks was in. Do you remember it? Uh, Nothing in Common. Uh, that was Jackie Gleason. He died soon after. Yeah, that and was he his had, last movie. Yeah, and I think he was having problems. And in the movie, he has diabetes and he lost some. Uh, I think Tom Hanks discovers his legs are a different color. Yeah. And then he ends up passing away. Yeah, so that, that, yeah. that to that me was, was a- the, the drama when he showed real empathy and sympathy. Well, he Here's my number actor. one that I cannot believe you haven't named. Stunned. Uh-huh. Russell Crowe, Cinderella Man. To oh. me... James Braddock, it's a real story. Depression really happened. New York, Madison Square Garden took place. The upset really happened. He did become heavyweight uh, champion for a while. He did have to beg to make a living. And just to see Russell Crowe learn to box, interviewed Angelo Dundee, and said, I would have have trained him, and we would have been successful as a professional boxer at the end. That's how much it meant to him. Well, not just that. He had a great great cast. Your guys in that, probably the best manager ever. You know, um, sideways. I always forget. I always say is I'm terrible with names, which in this business I think I, I know what be. you're talking about. It was, um, yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he Paul was Giamatti. Second he was one like, yeah, come on, buddy. And the story of how he broke his left hand, but he strengthened it to the right hand uh, while he was working, uh, working, basically standing in line every day in, in the work lines. And they knew who he was. Yeah, and, and they he didn't care because he was just another guy trying to get a job because that's how bad the depression was. Right. And you also, know? it reminds me so much of what boxing was supposed to be. Yep. You literally, the next ethnic group in was up. 
the Italians, the Irish, the African-Americans. You're next, you're next, you're next. You literally fight your way up in America. And sometimes you got to get, get up with a bunch of guys that get you the shot that maybe it's not a pure meritocracy, very familiar with America. And, and Max Bear was a monster. Yeah. People don't realize how big that guy was and how dirty he was. He punched guys everywhere. Back of the head. That's He's one of the reasons why the rabbit punch is, is outlawed. That guy was, and he was literally, the, the, the role in that movie, you hated that guy. But he was so damn good and he knew it. And Russell Crowe was literally the only guy that even was the first guy to even hit him. He was in there with guys that he just, just he would destroy guys. It would just, you'd be begging for the fight to be over. I mean, it, you cannot underestimate the upset that was. And that was a real life story where he beat a guy who was unbeatable. Look it up. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, the the history reels itself, phenomenal. And but. you could go on YouTube and watch the fight, by the way. Yeah. So And to see Russell Crowe, I just thought it was so believable. We used to fight scenes being good. I thought that raised the bar. So that is our five on five. I have a wrap, unless you have a final thought. No, nope, like I, I never... actually, this this wasn't as painful as I thought it was right. going to be. You hated five and four, but yes, you liked the number one. my heart, but you redeemed, you totally redeemed yourself. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe, uh, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. You're listening to top five on the Fox News Podcast Network, exclamation point. Enough said. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.